Hello friend, welcome to Encounters with Grace. My name is Paul Rutwa, your regular host. Blessed be God our Father for giving us this great grace to bring his life-changing word to you. And thank you for tuning in to listen. It is your day of victory. It is your day of rejoicing. It is your day of harvest. I declare over your life that Satan has lost. You are amounting to heaven's dream of you. You are unstoppable. You are winning. And every hindrance to your progress is cast out in Jesus' name. Every hard ground in your life receives the rain of heaven. May you enjoy more favor in your life in this season in Jesus' name. May laughter be yours in this season of economic famine in the name of Jesus. The Lord sorts you out and he settles you also. Amen. Today, I want to share with you about fellowshipping with God. This is a very important subject and I want you to pay attention. I believe that your relationship and walk with God will be greatly enhanced as you learn the things I want to share with you. God wants to deepen fellowship with you. Jesus said it this way in Revelations chapter 3, verse 20. He said, Look, I am standing at the door and knocking. If anyone listens to my voice, and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he will eat with me. Eating represents fellowship. Two people cannot eat together without relating at least during the meeting, without relating at least during the meal. Do you desire this with the Lord? David said in Psalm 42 verse 1, As an antelope pants for a stream of water, so my soul pants for you, God. Have you thought like this before and you do not know how to go about it? Or do you feel inadequate? Well, don't go away. I will be right back after this time out to begin sharing this possibility with you. So stay tuned. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all sin. Welcome back. Someone once described fellowship as fellows 
in the same ship. Though humorous, it gives a good picture indeed. It is the close interaction of people together for their mutual benefit. Fellowship is not a one-sided affair. There is an exchange in fellowship. And the deeper and more regular it is, the more enjoyable it becomes. The parties involved will always long for each other's company. The importance attached to it will see the parties drawing towards one another. An interesting thing about fellowship with God is that He is the one that took and still takes the initiative of fellowshipping with man. Back in the Garden of Eden, we saw that it was God that came looking for Adam in the Garden. In Noah's day, we are told that he found grace in the sight of the Lord. God came to meet Abraham to establish a relationship with him. Ultimately, Jesus was sent to restore man's fellowship with God through the work of redemption. We as men were God's enemies, living in darkness, and did not want him. Yet he came to seek and save the lost. So whenever you feel a nudge to draw close to God, don't ignore it. For it is him knocking at the door of your heart to share with you. You might feel inadequate and undeserving because of the way you have lived or are presently living. Oh, God does not want you to stay that way. So don't let Satan tell you a lie. Jesus said he is standing at the door. He knows how you are in the first place, yet he still came to the door to stand and knock. He has fulfilled on our behalf all the conditions necessary to fellowship with God. Jesus has broken the wall of partition. God's anger has been turned away. Isaiah 12 verse 1 says, and you will say in that day, I thank you, God. You were angry, but your anger wasn't forever. You withdrew your anger and moved in and comforted me. We now have the opportunity to come into God's family as sons. This is the result of God's goodness or kindness towards us. Romans chapter 2 verse 4 says, Are you unaware of his rich kindness, forbearance and patience? That it is God's kindness or goodness that is leading you to repent? I love the advice of Hebrews 10 verse 19 to 22 which says, Therefore, my brothers, since we have the confidence to enter the sanctuary by the blood of Jesus, the new and the living way, 
that he opens for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us continue to come near with sincere hearts in the full assurance that faith provides because our heart has been sprinkled clean from a guilty conscience and our body has been washed with pure water. Are you a child of God? The blood of Jesus has dealt with guilt in your heart. Don't entertain it any longer. God is waiting for you to accept his restoration plan for you through his son Jesus. Let's talk about something else about fellowship with God. God is not looking for a heart that gets it right all the time to fellowship with. Rather, he's looking for a sincere heart, one that willingly opens the door for him. A sincere heart is big with God. He is not looking for a religious heart, nor is he looking for a heart that wants to prove a point to him. He is also not looking for a hypocritical heart, a deceitful or proud heart, or one that is not ready to bend for God. Our heart is very important to God. A sincere heart can be likened to that of a child who is free without any prejudice with the parents, loving freely without any hidden agenda. You have to open up. He won't force you, but only influence you with his goodness. I remember someone I knew when growing up who only related with his dad when he needed supplies from him. He hated the father and could not tolerate being around him except when he needed supplies. His laughters and fellowship with the father at any time were fake and insincere. You cannot pretend before our Father God. He sees the heart. He does not desire a false fellowship because he is the big God up there and you are helpless before him. No, he wants you to respond to him out of love. That is the kind that moves him. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 9 says, God has called us to the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Life issues will always seek to draw you away from this fellowship. Satan will seek to convince you. His deceit will try to lure you away from walking in this divine communion. He knows that is where your strength and victory lies. He knows that is where you will find a sense of belonging and fulfillment. The blood of Jesus does continually cleanse in the place of fellowship. Your joy knows no bound. There the wisdom of God for winning in life is found and God's secret will be delivered into your hands when you fellowship with him long enough. Jesus said we cannot do anything without a vital connection with him in John 15 verse 5. There is a continuous flow of mercy, love and grace in his presence. Don't let Satan con you out of this. Come as you are. Christ waits with outstretched arms and you can be sure 
you will never regret your stand. You will continually have a merry heart and continually feast good things and blessings from God. I tell you, it is the place to be. Now, how can you cultivate this? We will be looking into that in our next broadcast tomorrow, same time on this station. Meanwhile, I will be glad to hear from you. You can call or send an SMS to the number that will be given to you shortly. You can also send a WhatsApp message. God bless you. And until I come your way again tomorrow, same time on this station, keep living in the joyful atmosphere of grace. Thank you for listening to this broadcast and we hope you have been blessed by it. For inquiries, prayers and counseling, please call 081-86-740681. I repeat, 081-86-740681. Or visit www.kingsviewchurch.org And you can join us by 9am every Sunday for our worship service at Kingsview Church. Number 2, Akiwomi Street, off Casino Bus Stop, Alagomeji, Jaba, Lagos. God bless you. Grace, grace that is great.